This is deliberate. These LEDs will be produced in China. The, the purple emission, it is impossible for a blue phosphor coated LED to emit purple in the UV spectrum. These are uh, UV spectrum LEDs that are extremely dangerous. I can prove in any court in the world, 5G is a directional weapon system, not a telecommunication system. Hey friends, that was Mark Steele. He's an expert on 5G, and in this conversation, we're going to dig in deep to the dangers of that technology. But first, I want to welcome back Nicholas Pino. He was on the other day. He's the EMF guy. Nick, welcome back. Thanks so much, Sean. Thanks for coming back on, Nick. I know you want to provide us with an update about your EMF Hazards Summit, which is coming up, but I want to show people this. Strangely, I got two emails from two friends in the space saying, hey, your Nicholas Pino interview is not on Rumble, and yet here it is. It's on Rumble. I did post it. It's got 156,000 views, but I do want to show you guys something very interesting and weird. Look at this. It only has 43 thumbs up despite 156,000 views. Something very weird is going on at Rumble because here's the one I did called Welcome to the Hunger Games uh, with 1,150 likes. So something very weird is going on. The video does exist on Rumble, friends, but we'll continue to monitor that situation. But the point of having Nick on before we talk to Mark Steele, guys, is for Nick to tell you all about the EMF Hazards Summit, which is coming up for free February 2nd through the 5th. Nick, tell us about it and how do people find it? Yes, well, people can uh, find about it just uh, the link below the video. There's a link there to attend. It's a free event. Basically, I've been doing this. It's the second year I've been doing this, inviting top scientists, uh, EMF scientists, that is, and also doctors who are aware of the microwave illnesses related to these exposures. And it's not just 5G, just like we talked about recently, Wi-Fi, cell phone technologies of all types, but also Bluetooth and people that are getting these symptoms. So we're diving deep into the science, but also on how you can change your habits around this technology to make it much, much, much safer and reduce the risks. So that's really what the event is all about, February 2nd to 5th. And we have, you know, top scientists in their fields, engineers, medical doctors, and health experts. I'm very, very happy with uh, the content that we've gotten. And we especially focus on the symptoms of EMF sensitivity, but also the effects on kids. And that might be just the most concerning thing for me as a father is how much our kids are exposed compared to how much we were exposed in our youth you know this is the first generation that is exposed cradle to grave and the effects that are already known are very concerning the effects that are unknown are just unfathomable at this point so uh this event is not just about dire warnings but it's also to empower you to change your habits around this technology and make and make sure that it improves your health right now this th these are the benefits of lowering your emf exposure and you can feel it right away well i did learn something from our conversation that we had the other day and uh, i changed my behaviors i've been using airplane mode on my phone much more often and that does help limit exposure correct correct yeah that's a good behavior to have during the day especially at night because it can directly interfere with a good night of sleep so yeah this is these are the very very easy action steps that we talk about 
EMF science doctors and people see a difference right away after a few nights of, for example, just turning off the cell phone, putting it on airplane mode um, and people start sleeping better. They feel more recovered in the morning. So if you want to keep good health, I think these are just steps that are essential in this uh, EMF polluted world. All right, guys. Uh, by the way, Nick is the author of the book, The Non-Tinfoil Guide to EMFs, if you guys want to check that out to learn more. Otherwise, or in addition to that, tune in to the EMF Hazards Summit. That's Feb 2nd through the 5th for free. I will leave the link below. Nick, thanks for coming on. Take care. Thanks so much, Sean. Take care. My pleasure. And friends, before we start this interview with Mark Steele, just a quick word about our sponsor. Gold prices could surge to $4,000 an ounce in 2023 and Noble Gold Investments has the details. As recession fears persist, Jorg Keener, Chief Investment Officer of Swiss Asia Capital, said that many economies could face a bit of a recession in the first quarter, which would lead to many central banks slowing their pace of interest rate hikes, making gold instantly more attractive. If 2022 taught us anything at all, it's that tangible assets are the only assets you can count on, like gold. Now, of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results, so do your own due diligence. Thousands of people have started to make a move towards securing their retirement. Join them by opening a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments. If you get in before the end of this month, you'll get an incredible free quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000. Visit noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so very much for tuning in. Guys, this is an extremely important interview. I mean, they all are, but uh, in this one, we're going to focus on 5G as a weapon system again, because Mark Steele is an expert in that area. Mark, welcome back. I'm very good, Sean. Uh, thanks, thanks for having me back. It's good to see you. Uh, guys, the website is saveusnow.org.uk. Friends, before we start, just a quick news roundup, important stuff. America's Frontline Doctors is holding a press conference on Tuesday, January 10th. I'm going to front run that just a bit. Here's the information they want to share. Parents and young athletes deserve to know what is responsible for the deaths of two Nevada athletes recently. The VAX status of both young athletes should be revealed, and every medically necessary step should be taken to determine if COVID-19 vaccines or boosters played a contributing or primary factor in these tragedies. That from Kevin Jenkins. America's frontline doctors. Friends, people just keep dropping dead. I guess it's climate change if you listen to the powers that ought not be. And I do have bad news to share. Nothing surprising here. In fact, Laura Logan predicted just this much in my interview with her. SCOTUS has refused to take the Brunson v. Adams case regarding January 6th treason in the U.S. House of Representatives, but it gets worse. SCOTUS has also refused to hear the Bonner case regarding the legality of mail-in ballots. The hits just keep on coming. I posited the question regarding Brunson v. Adams. Do we have a republic left at all? I said, well, if SCOTUS takes the case, I guess we still do. Although it's hanging by a thread, SCOTUS is choosing not to hear the case about treason in the House and therefore, the question remains, friends, what kind of republic do we have left at all at this point? And by the way, Marjorie Taylor Greene has caved. She now agrees that Joe Biden was legitimately elected president. Guys, you just can't make this stuff up. Mark, I have something else to share in just a second. Your thoughts on any of those news headlines I just shared? 
It's absolutely shocking. Uh, you know, I think the world the world uh, is in hope that, uh, you know, the US are going to get that together. I mean, unfortunately uh, for us in the West, we were disarmed by our uh, governments many, many years ago. And, you know, one of the only countries in the world where there's a, you know, a, a high proportion of people who have, uh, you know, the access to uh, weapon systems to protect themselves from these cult members is the US. So, you know, everybody looks to the US to see some sort of, uh, you know, some sort of reaction to this criminal activity that we see. I mean, it's quite obvious now. They keep pushing this uh, this biochemical weapon. I don't call it a vaccine, by the way. That would be uh, stretching stretching the scientific uh, imagination to such a degree where it couldn't be it couldn't actually be uh, 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 sort of uh, referenced. So you know, it it was never a vaccine. It was always a biochemical weapon. We've got all the patents in relation to that, and it is absolutely interconnected. The contaminants in them are interconnected with the 5G for this mass extermination. So it's not what we've been told it is. It most certainly isn't a vaccine. And I just hope that, you know, great Americans out there, there's lots of great Americans, unfortunately, is quite a few that just don't know what the real plan is, this real extermination agenda. And they're going to exterminate a large proportion, not only of the, uh, you know, the US population, but right across the West. I think the intelligence documents show near 200 million to be murdered in the US, 55 million are thereabouts in the UK and right across the whole of you know, Europe. So this is a mass extermination plan by these cult members, these uh, Satanists. Uh, that's what they are. They're all part of a secret kiddie killer club. Uh, we'll have to stop them. There's only a small number of them. There's lots of us. But we cannot allow this to just carry on because, unfortunately, people are going to die. They are already dying in significant numbers. It's something that we we'll have to, uh, you know, bring to uh, to a stop. You know, I'm glad you uh, corrected that about the uh, vaccines and uh, America's frontline doctors press release. There, it is not a vaccine. You're right. It is a bioweapon. There is nothing about this thing that qualifies it as a vaccine. Not only is it experimental, it is an experimental use bioweapon. And I want to ask you about atonic seizure, 5G as a weapons system, graphene oxide in the bioweapon. By the way, when I mention atonic seizure, guys, the question must be asked, is that what's happening to these people that start spinning and then suddenly die? More on that in a second. Where I want to start with you today, though, is these purple LED streetlights, Mark. I see them springing up in the city of St. Paul, Minnesota. I'll try to show a picture of that here. And I think you're going to be very amused. People are asking, what are these? Why the purple streetlights in St. Paul? Are you ready for this? The city says it's a manufacturer's defect and failure of the LED bulb installed in many of the city's Cobra-style streetlights. First of all, I bump on the name Cobra right there. I think these are weapons systems. What's going on? What are these purple LED streetlights? Why are they springing up everywhere, Mark? It's all part of the weapon system. Obviously, not natural light uh, poses ears, you know, a, a slight risk to uh, you know the population. You know, sunlight. That's how people develop skin cancer, etc. But man made something completely different. These are pulse modulated frequencies and. When you, uh, you know, you're exposed to electromagnetic radiation, basically sunlight, uh, 
it has a number of different risks. However, these are naturally occurring and we're symbiotic with naturally occurring electromagnetic radiation, including the, uh, you know, the visible spectrum. So if I take a light emission and I then, it's not spectrally balanced. So, you, you know, we have a balance across the visible spectrum, which the balance out the toxicity of each other. What we, what we don't see in these uh, in these LEDs where we've got the blue phosphor, the 450 nanometers frequencies, and these are the colorations where they're not spectrally balanced, they pose a significant risk to the population. And I can tell you now, most of the light emitters, these artificial light emissions in the LED are blue, they're blue phosphor coated. So where you would see some sort of purple array where you're possibly you're, you're entering in the uh, UV light spectrum. This is extremely dangerous. These are weapon systems that have been designed and developed as weapons that have no diffuser. If we go back to you know orange light uh, emissions, all artificial light radiation poses a significant risk to the population. That's the whole purpose why street furniture and street lights used to be orange. They were orange because the Kelvin rate was 2,200K. Now, that still poses a risk. However, these 2,200 Kelvin emitters had a diffuser. So that actually reduced that risk and people weren't exposed to a massive risk because it's all about risk and reward. You know, you need lighting at night because obviously you'd have accidents and all the rest of it, you know, security at night. So we need lighting at nighttime when people are working and traveling backwards and forwards to work. That's for safety. However, when you bring these LEDs into a cityscape, you're increasing the Kelvin rate. We've got 7,000 Kelvin where, where I live. There's no diffuser. So you've got a more dangerous, significantly more dangerous light emission uh, optical radiation uh, pollutant, however, no diffuser. And not only that, the design of the, of the light head was designed to cause point light source, so where it's not directed to the ground, where they've got actually emitters, where unfortunately when you're walking past them, they will it, 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 sort of, you know, your eye will catch it, the radiation emission will catch, catch the eye, that causes central nervous system cancers, it's not safe on the skin, the category two optical radiation emitters that like you see right across cityscapes and LEDs, they are category two. The maximum I can expose a human to in that standard is 0.25 of a second. The narrative, this the, the, the state narrative is the fact that they're so bright, you wouldn't actually look at them, so therefore they're safe. That is just absolute nonsense. So we're being exposed to optical radiation levels that basically are disinfectant. They attract pollinators, they exterminate pollinators. We've got all of that data. The, uh, the American Medical Association actually did a fantastic paper in 2016 to show the risks to certain ANSIs, so did Public Health England. So you had regulators talking about the significant risks to life to biological life from this type of lighting. However, governments carried on. They took no notice. These are uninsurable transmitters, uh, totally uninsurable, that transmitters of optical radiation that is significantly harmful to life. So you have to ask yourself the question, why did governments carry on? They carried on for some pseudo 
climate change narrative. Now let's go back to climate change. Hey, before yeah. we go to climate change, can I interrupt for one second? Let me go to stpaul.gov and their website. I want to be perfectly clear about this. This is their response. This is the official response. Let me read this again. St. Paul has had several reports of purple-colored streetlights. This is not intentional by the city, but rather a manufacturer's defect and failure of the LED bulb installed in many of the city's Cobra-style streetlights. Mark, is it even possible at all that this is just an accident? This is just a manufacturer's defect, and nobody at the city of St. Paul has any idea what these lights are for. Well, obviously the council, you know, your local authorities haven't got a clue. They employ very, very dim people. So they'll be given a story from possibly the manufacturer. What I can tell you, that cannot happen. This is deliberate. These LEDs will be produced in China. The the purple emission, it is impossible for a blue phosphor-coated LED to emit purple in the in the UV spectrum. These are these are uh, UV spectrum LEDs that are extremely dangerous, extremely dangerous, and it's a total falsehood to say that it's been some manufacturing fault. This is a deliberate attack on the population. The designs of these particular optical radiation emissions. That do not have a diffuser. All light, all artificial light has to have a diffuser for a reason. And not only that, the pulse modulate the frequency where it can cause fits, it can cause a pressure in the brain, it can cause stroke. These are extremely dangerous. They cause central nervous system cancers. And that's why we see massive increase in cancer rates and the body count. I was taken to court in about two. 2018, when I explained to the population here in Gateshead that the council had installed equipment that would kill them. The council didn't like that, so they said I was frightening people in the locality, vulnerable people, by telling that the equipment that they had installed would kill them. So they took me to court to try and gag me. The gagging order failed because obviously the judge didn't uh, believe the council that said I was a, they said I was a conspiracy theorist. This is basically the normal government line that conspiracy theorists unfortunately i'm an expert in this field and the judge recognized me as an expert at that court case and what he said was the 5g risk must be debated this is democracy the public have a right to know we've never had a debate on 5g we've never had a debate on any of this technology the radar the urban radar the climate change narrative climate change is made by man the defense industry have weather weapons programs. They have ionospheric radiators. They're pouring radiation, massive amounts of radiation into environments to cause and to change climate so that people will believe that the whole global warming thing is real and not a hoax, as we know it to be. It's a controlled narrative to put people into the electric cars. The electric cars are uninsurable for harm. The cause sterilization in children and men in particular. Women exposed in an electric car will miscarry at a 300% increase than a normal exposure to, you know, normal women who aren't exposed to this type of radiation. They can actually hold on to a fetus where the miscarriage rate in an electric car. And if you go back to the real plan, their plan is depopulation, their plan is harm. And since the 2019, which was about the time when the vast majority of 5G was switched on, 
in its in its less lethal aspect. So this is its less lethal aspect, where it was switched on as a radar system. So it's basically scanning the environment. We've seen massive increases in death, sickness, and ill health in the UK, and we have the data. All right. Well, let's move on here. Let's talk about the 5G as a weapons system. I know you're very concerned, as is my friend FireMatic, as is anybody with two brain cells to rub together. We're all concerned about electromagnetic radiation. Is that why we're seeing an absolute explosion of cancers now, rare forms of cancers? It's not just the vaccine. It could be the vaccine, by the way, which destroys your immune system. So if you had anything wrong with you and your immune system goes down, guess what? Your disease comes back. But electromagnetic radiation and 5G, how concerned should we be? I mean, boy, I don't want to undersell this or oversell this, but this really is a war on humanity as the Deagle.com documents essentially warned us about four, five, six years ago, Mark. We didn't know why they were predicting a plummet of U.S. population from 330 million to like 100 million. We had no idea. But now we've got 5G and a bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. Is it all tied together? Is the vaccine and the 5G, it's all part of a eugenics depop plan? They're all interconnected. The contamination in the vaccine, we have heavy metals, we had tungsten in the flu vaccines. That would increase the radiation impact. So anybody put in electromagnetic radiation field, if they've got nanoparticular contaminants and tungsten in particular, then that's going to increase their sickness. So there was an expectation that people who taken the flu vaccine that there would have been a significant number of people who died in 2020. Now that didn't happen. Okay, so the plan, the plan didn't work out the way that they decided that it was going to work out, and that would have terrified people. If everybody knew somebody that died in 2020 when they switched up the 5G, uh, they just didn't get the kill. They, they, they expect a large amount of death didn't happen. And that was because the body had actually attacked the nanoparticulates that weren't stable and they were passing through. So there was a modicum of protection, the body's own protection to this, these contaminants and the vaccines. They then then pushed the COVID-19 vaccine. Obviously, it's a little bit more sophisticated as a biochemical weapons program. And it actually had the graphite ferrous oxide antenna installed in the injection so when you actually put it in but where they made a mistake with this COVID-19 vaccine when they do the injection into the deltoid the whole plan and all the pharmaceutical companies told people this you must aspirate the syringe to make sure there's no blood so it doesn't get in the bloodstream because what they're trying to do is set up a stable antenna in the deltoid for the atonic seizure attack they didn't do that. So consequently, you had people dropping down dead in vaccination centers. You had people dying pretty quickly within 76 hours of getting the vaccine because the contaminants, it entered the bloodstream, got around the blood and just basically killed the people pretty quickly. So that was a major mistake because they didn't expect the amount of people who were going to die in the first instance the whole plan is to have everybody with these antennas so then you can cause natonic seizure. And this is why we saw near-dim magnets attaching to the uh, vaccination site. We can, you know, we were testing them, lots and lots of people in the UK, where we can see this, uh, this magnetic field in and around the injection site where the 
uh, where the uh, poison has actually been injected, the nanoparticulates in the antennas had been injected specifically in the site. So they were given off a magnetic uh, field. So you can actually attach the magnet to that. So we saw a number of people who did exhibit that, but not all of them. And obviously we saw a number of people actually die from the uh, from the bioweapon. But that wasn't its main purpose. Its main purpose was to be stable, ready for the switch up. And then you see, they can then control every single, they can hear everything you're saying. You don't need a mobile device with you. They can actually talk directly to the antenna because the antenna in your body can actually pick up all your biometrics. And what was quite interesting about the 5G network, it's sub gigahertz. Its main blanket coverage is sub gigahertz. So it's a it's a it's a built-up urban environment, battlefield-derived technology. So I can see deeply into the built-up urban environment, and I can target acquire anybody who's actually had that vaccine, not a vaccine, but a biochemical weapon with an antenna so I can target acquire those particular people. And that was a project that was actually uh, investigated and funded by the DOD to track biological structures on the battlefield, basically wetware that can't be seen. And if they need to be eliminated, understanding the biometrics is extremely important because obviously you can lose quite a number of people in the battle space. Understanding whether they're alive or dead is extremely important and recovering them so your enemy can't recover them is extremely important. What you don't want to do is actually have to expend other military assets to recover them and you may just want to eliminate them if they can't be recovered easily. And yeah. this was the purpose of this project and that's exactly what is in the COVID-19 vaccine. All right, let's back up just a little bit. I want to remind people that when I had Hope and Tavon on for the first time, we talked about Trump's vaccine czar, Monsef Slawi, who famously let it slip that the tracking and tracing contracts for the vax were awarded to Oracle and Google. So if I'm understanding you correctly, Mark, you're saying that the original report, see, doctors were saying that when they stick you in the arm in the deltoid, the vax is supposed to stay right there. It's not supposed to it's not supposed to go systemic throughout your whole body. That's so correct. that was originally the plan, but it went wrong because I guess if you're going to go to a Walgreens or God knows where and some idiots just going to jab you, they're going to hit it. They're going to hit veins of some people. They're going to get mm -hmm. it injected. So they wanted everybody to have this antenna, but they screwed up because why? Why was this a screw up? Because there's so many things we don't even know what's in the vaccine. But your conjecture, your belief is that this was all about getting everybody an antenna of sorts so we could be tracked by the 5G? It's You have to be targeted quiet. Right? Now, what's extremely difficult using 5G, I can use a lot of power from 5G and basically take a cityscape down. But if I was to try and achieve that, what happened in South Korea when they switched 5G on in 2019? They set fire to five separate cities. So the amount of power that was coming from the transmitters, they realized that they had to reduce that to a degree where they wouldn't burn out the electrical grid. Well, most parts of the US, most parts of the UK and Europe, you've got an older electrical grid infrastructure, and the 5G weapon relies on the electrical grid. So if I put too much energy in air from the grid, 
and it goes back to the earth and breaks out the breakers or burns out the transformer boxes as we saw in South Korea. And South Korea has a very sophisticated advanced electrical grid, far more advanced than most countries in the West. Consequently, they realized they could not use the power output that they required. So they had to do something with a little bit more sophistication. Now, how you do that, I can kill people with a lot less energy if I've got this antenna because I can specifically understand the biometrics. There are other factors, the atonic seizure. I can actually monitor the heart rate and you can cause what's called a cancellation wave. There were weapons that were used to do, do this type of cancellation wave in, in the heart. So it's the heart opposite on an electrical field. I can actually uh, basically cancel that out. And then I can cause a, a, a basically a heart. What you would, what you would perceive as a heart attack. So once everybody's vaccinated, well, shot up with this biochemical weapon, it means that the cult can monitor every. Nobody's a risk to them. You're not a risk once you've got that. Once you've got that shot inside you, and they've got the they've got the mark, or they've got that biometric sensor data from the from the shot inside you. They basically have you where they need you. So, and then you know they could kill a million people in an hour. I mean, some of these some of these five G masts they can fire two or three million shots a second, two or three million shots a second at distance. So you see how I can cause an atonic seizure. They basically just wipe out every single living person within a cityscape in you know less than a couple of minutes. The the issue that the cult have, a lot of people didn't get it. A lot of people resisted it. They didn't believe the narrative. They didn't get the massive death from the contaminated flu vaccines in the first instance. So people weren't terrified enough for everybody, for near everybody to cure. I mean, they can manage four or five million people, but I think there's over 100 million people in the US didn't take it. In the UK, we're probably talking about 23 million. So they're going to have to come back with another plan. They have to get everybody with this biochemical weapon inside them. Otherwise, their game plan is basically up the river without a paddle. Friends, just a real quick break and a word about our sponsor. Noble Gold Investments wants to let you know that gold was the best investment class for 2022. Now, of course, past performance is no guarantee of future results, so do your own due diligence. According to longtermtrends.net, gold actually outperformed the S&P, the Dow, and Bitcoin in 2022. So what are you waiting for? Open a gold IRA or silver IRA with Noble Gold Investments this month and receive a free one quarter ounce American Gold Eagle coin with every qualified IRA of $50,000 or more. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments and their thousands of five-star reviews. Just visit noblegoldinvestments.com. So the 5G towers, the nature of these things, this shortwave technology is extremely dangerous. It is a weapons system, and we know that directed energy programs use electromagnetic radiation to kill. Mm -hmm. So when you say that uh, they could zap, they could kill a million people at once, are those vaccinated people? Is that Absolutely. what I'm saying? Well, let's say it, for a sub-gigahertz weapon, I can fire through brickwork concrete. You could be down in a basement. If let's say I was to, let's say they wanted to pull the trigger. 
they pull the trigger tomorrow, they're not going to kill all the people because there's going to be people in lift shafts, sub subterranean buildings, you know, uh, below ground, etc., unvaccinated. The vaccinated are not cannot escape from this weapon because I can see them even in the lift shaft below ground because I can see through the concrete walls and I can see them. What I can't do, I can't exactly see the uh, what we call wetware. You can't see the wetware. The radar's not very good. It's, it's not very good at target acquisition of wetware. What makes it very, very successful at target acquisition of wetware is the contamination in the vaccine. So the antennas in the vaccine, I can actually see who it is. I think these characters' real plan is to go after the wealthy people with pensions, you know, so, you know, we see there's certain uh, biometric data being given off from these uh, vaccines, MAC addresses, etc. Yeah, I was going to ask you about MAC addresses. I just wrote that down. So it is true that people who are vaxxed are emitting MAC codes. Can you just explain to people what that means, the significance of that? It is real, right? Just, well, all the evidence that we have, we've seen a number of scientists around the world. I haven't personally, what I have seen, what we've tested personally here and, and being shown to be correct, we're getting a magnetic field emission where we're going to attach these near-dear magnets to the injection site. So we know that there's some type of emission coming from them. What I have seen, I haven't done this myself, but I have seen scientists around the world who are actually... Uh, uh, registering MAC addresses. There were some guys in Spain where they went out in the countryside and then they got people who were vaccinated coming towards them and there was nothing else in the area and yeah. they were starting to see IP addresses emitted from the uh, vaccination. Now, one of one of our guys uh, in Sunderland, he got arrested. He went to a vaccination site and he was videotaping it. The security guards came out but what they were very concerned about, there was a portable antenna, a battlefield interrogation piece of equipment that was actually installed across from the vaccination site. And when he went over to that, the videotape it, he didn't understand the significance of it. Obviously, I did. He didn't understand it at the time. But he went across, he was away from the vaccination site, went across where there was this portable piece of radar system and he got there anyway the security guys came across he ended up in an altercation he ended up getting arrested and he went to court and when he was in court over that the security guys actually uh, confirmed they had been told by the national health service that if anybody came to the site what they most certainly weren't allowed to do was to go anywhere near this portable radar system that was installed directly out of the side of the vaccine center so once i got that video and obviously that testimony from the court case we realized that the nhs were actually involved in these injections and the antennas where they were trapping people once they were giving them the injection out of this vaccination centre in Sunderland, and then they were tracking them coming out to make sure that the vaccination or the uh, whatever IP address that they had in them was actually working correctly. Yeah, I just wanted to uh, talk about that because uh, Hope and Tavon have demonstrated on video 
these MAC codes. They've done so sitting in restaurants, et cetera. So these are vaxxed people that are emitting a frequency, a code that can be tracked and picked up. And because it sounded a little crazy when you were saying people who are vaxxed, they cannot escape, even if they're in a basement, if they're behind cement, they can be watched, they can be tracked. I'm not so sure about that. It sounds crazy, but these MAC codes are real. So the people no, can be tracked. Sub-gigahertz sub, sub weaponry and the main blanket coverage. See, one of, one of the fabricated narratives about 5G was millimeter waves. Now, millimeter waves don't travel very well uh, in, in urban built-up urban environment. But if I want to track a population through the built-up urban environment, as we see in the 5G weaponry and the attack on the population, then it would be absolutely useless using millimeter waves. And what we what we have identified is the main blanket coverage, the main blanket coverage of the target acquisition weapon system in 5G is sub-gigahertz. It is long-range urban, urban target acquisition weaponry. So the whole narrative for the millimeter waves, that was just industry. I'm not saying that they're not using millimeter waves because there's some very, very interesting things you can cause in like biologically toxic in that in that part of the spectrum. But the main blanket coverage was the sub gigahertz, uh, which is which is far more dangerous. You know, you've got better penetration capability with this, you've got better type of uh you know, target acquisition, and especially in a built-up environment, I can see directly through concrete using a sub-gigahertz weapon. What I can't do with millimeter waves, the higher frequency, the less penetration you get. So like terahertz range light. If I have light radiation, I can block that out using, you know, blackout blinds, concrete walls, light radiation is not going to, optical radiation in the terahertz range isn't going to come through a concrete wall sub gigahertz will so i can actually strip that away i can see it through that reinforced concrete wall and consequently there's nowhere to hide from this particular weapon the only thing that we must do is get it removed and that's what i you know i employ everybody do your own research find out what they're trying to do they are coming for you and if you've had the vaccine the only thing that will save you is making sure you get rid of that 5g network the major difference between 5G and 4G, 4G is a telecommunication system. 5G is a directional weapon. The antenna design specifically, the technical parameters, focused energy in air. That's, that's direct energy in air. That's direct energy weapons if I pick up a target. Now, if I'm firing from machine to machine, you know, if I want to sort of track a... a, a a drone or an autonomous vehicle and it's machine to machine, that's fine. But I can tell you now, there's not a single 5G device, mobile device, couldn't have been used in the USA, Canada, anywhere in the world. And the reason for that, I've actually looked at the technicalities of this equipment. It would require a mobile device to have a patch, a rear antenna. Now that patch, the rear antenna, which causes the focality of the radiation, if I'm oriented, the phone's here and the orienteer and the radiation's going through my head. Well, that would probably kill you. The other part of it, if it comes through the mobile, even through the other side, and it goes through the lithium cobalt battery, it's going to make the lithium cobalt battery explode. So all of the tests that were carried out on these 5G mobile devices 
the actual 5G mobile devices didn't work. So the 5G device that you've actually purchased has got a camera upgrade. It's not 5G. The technical parameter for 5G is focused energy and air. That's the main, it's not, obviously 5G is a large basket of technologies, but the main technical parameter is actually having high data compression through a beam to and from a device. Well, unfortunately, a handheld device that most people buy these 5G phones, they're not 5G. They're not 5G. They have no 5G antennas in, so they can't be 5G because they don't have that focality. And they don't have that focality because that focality in air, that direct energy in air, is a weapon, and it'll kill the recipient. It would set fire to the phone and explode the phone. All right, guys, if you're paying attention, you should be a bit frightened at this point because uh, the original story on 5G was this millimeter wave technology, this short wave technology, these short pulses. But, uh, man, I got to tell you, if I'm hearing you right, Mark, I, I jotted this down. 5G is much more than that. It is a sub gigahertz long range urban target acquisition system. Friends, that is a weapons system meant to kill. If Mark is right, we have a great deal to be concerned about. And it reminds me of that Tom Cruise movie from 2005, I think directed by Spielberg, H.G. Wells' War of the Worlds. Now, the difference between what we're talking about here, Mark, in that movie is that in that movie, the aliens seeded these weapons systems on Earth. And when they were activated, they popped out out of the Earth and then we're turned loose to extinguish humanity, right? War of the Worlds. What we yeah. have in this case is 5G towers being put up by human beings, and we're told it's for our benefit. But what you're saying is these are sub-gigahertz, long-range, urban target acquisitions systems. And in the event that the powers that ought not be want to openly wage war on human beings, well, that's our War of the Worlds. 5G towers turned against us. Am I overstating that? No, no, not at all. In, in fact, if anything, Sean, you understand it. Uh, these weapon systems have been around for, uh, around for a long time. And we have a very sophisticated adversary who are, are planning a mass extermination at their will. I'm not doing it yet. Obviously, we're seeing lots of people die, lots of people getting sick from the electromagnetic radiation. That's just in its blanket coverage. That's not in its weapons form. That weapon is being developed, it's been installed, it's all ready to go, but what the cult have to have to get, they have to get every single person vaccinated because they can't pull the trigger and leave 50 or 60 million, there's only a few thousand of these uh, cult members, they can't pull the trigger and leave 50 million Americans left to fight back. The same in the UK, they can't pull the trigger and leave 20, 30 million, 10 million, even 2 million people. It's too many. So they have to, they have to come back and get everybody vaccinated. Once you're vaccinated, that's it. You will then be target acquired and you can be exterminated at any time using this sub gigahertz weapon. Those 5G towers that have been installed, there are no 5G handheld devices. The whole thing of 5G on your mobile phone, you've actually be it's a fraud because 5G is compressed data package through a phase to re antenna. You need a patch of antennas in the phone. That wouldn't happen, can't happen, because it would burn, it would burn, the phone would burst into flames. As was as was actually recognized 
Samsung, Apple all tried this before. They're all talking about these 5G phone coming, coming, coming out. They've got 5G phones. I can tell you now, it's got an upgraded uh, uh, camera. It's got a bit of software, but it's definitely not 5G because the technical parameter for 5G is direct energy in air. And you don't see that in a mobile device. So ask yourself the question, what are those, what are those large uh, masts being erected for? What's really going on? What's the real purpose? Well, the real purpose is to target acquire the vaccinated and eliminate them. And unfortunately for the cult, not enough people have taken the poison. They haven't taken the bioweapon. They terrorised us. They threatened us. But unfortunately, that narrative fell to pieces. We now have to go on the offensive and stop this crime. Just two more questions for you. Um, the first of which is the New World Order, the people that hate us, the people that are targeting us. I don't even know who that is anymore. I mean, the Rothschilds, the World Economic Forum, the Department of Defense, evidently. I mean, the list is long of enemies of humanity. But uh, the question is, they have their lieutenants, right? They have their foot soldiers. So is this a directed energy weapons system? Can they just take out the people they want? Or will it take out everybody? And how do they protect their lieutenants, their foot soldiers from being taken out? People like Lori Lightfoot, for instance, the Chicago. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, what happens, what happens? They all get it as well. One, you know, once one, the, the cult, let's say the cult, the World Economic Forum, let, the, the, these people are Satanists. So there's a, small, there's a small body of Satanists who are driving the whole agenda. However, it's do us thou wilt. I mean, Satanists have got no loyalty to anybody apart from themselves. So consequently, as this whole thing, if it was allowed to continue, they would take out all the politicians, all the scum that's went along with it, are going to take them out. I mean, why would they want to keep them? They know they have no benefit to these characters uh, because obviously Satan, Satan's driving the whole thing. Satan's driving the whole thing, and believers, if you trust Satan to, you know, protect you because you've prayed him for a few years and carried out his will, well, I'll tell you what, that just shows how dumb these people are. These people are very, very dim-witted, like ego-driven, self-serving, self, it's all about self, self-interest, they'll do anything for the money, the fame, the ego, whatever it is, and unfortunately, they're going to die. It states quite clearly in, uh, you know, in, in scripture. I'll go back to, uh, you know, if you look at Looking Glass or um, Stargate. In 2012, these characters, right, who are looking into the future, realized that there was a change and that they were going to lose control. Now, Satan's had control over the earth since Genesis, okay, when Adam first uh, took the bite of the apple, Satan then took over. So we've got all these satanic organization and authorities. And when they decide, when they were looking uh, into the future through uh, Stargate and Looking Glass, they realized that what was going to happen, there was going to be this change, which states quite clearly in, uh, you know, in Revelations, End of Times, there is going to be a change. Satan loses the... Uh, control and he takes all these hapless useless helpers down the world of hell with him so this is all about redemption we can see it starting to turn we see people who've pushed this biochemical weapons program we've seen people and you can see them starting to 
think to themselves, hang on a minute, there's something not right here, things aren't going our way, it's time to jump ship. If they go down, they, if they don't jump ship, they'll go down the ship, down the hole to hell, where Satan is going to take, where they're going to end up. So it's a matter for it's a matter for these individuals. But I can absolutely say without any fear at all, we win. We win massively because it's all written in the scripture. And this, you know, if you look at the Bible. It was written thousands of years ago. It's predicated on works that were even thousands of years, even older than that. And everything it says in Revelations is all now coming to pass. Now, how can we, in, in, like I said, this this fits with, uh, it fits with uh, Looking Glass. It, it fits with the Stargate project. And the reason I had to shut them down, Bluebeam was a project where they were going to create this godly or... UFO type of uh, sort of scenario, which I was exposed to the Magic Leap project. There was some brokers in the USA who asked me to have a look at it uh, because of my expertise in optical radiation emissions and, you know, visualization, three-dimensional things. And I said, the whole thing is just a scam. <laughs> it's a scam. You can't, you know, in a laboratory, I can create these illusions, but in the real world it's a totally different it's a far more complicated thing now i'm not saying that the defense industry and by 2025 when they've got full control of the weather using these weather modifications weapons and uh, ionospheric uh, technologies which are harmful by the way extremely harmful to the population because they subdue the thought process and stop the population connecting with source the whole purpose of them is to stop you connecting with our creator, our that, and that's what they're really desperate about. It's all falling to bits because you can see that just not working. There's too many people who are waking up to this narrative. So the great reset has ended up being the great awakening. And I can guarantee you, nobody, once they expose themselves to the reality, the factual uh, parts of the science, 5G, the technical parameters, it's a weapon system. Anybody says it isn't, they just don't understand the technicalities. They don't understand the science. That's just as simple as that. Once people get to grips with that and realize they've got absolutely nothing to lose but to stand up, that's when the whole game changes. And that's what I'm hoping vast majority of the population now starting to question. I think it's over half the US population knows somebody who they think knows somebody that has had this biochemical weapon and it's killed them. Well, that's what biochemical weapons do. These weapons were developed in the BSL-4 weapons lab. There were DOD projects. Those projects were funded, taken to China. The main in silica model was actually developed in the BSL-4 weapons lab in Wuhan, tested on the Chinese. They killed an awful lot of people, causing a tonic seizures. You saw the Chinese walking on the streets. Next minute, it was like shooting them with a high-velocity bullet. That was an atonic seizure. Well, I had confirmation, and that was people sending me lots of videos early on and saying, what's going on here, Mark? And I was saying, well, I'd basically been shot with an electromagnetic radiation uh, signal. So I knew prior to them bringing that COVID-19 bioweapon into the West, what its potential constituent parts were. I mean, I was arrested at the top of Grey Street during the full lockdown in Newcastle. I said to the cop, I was there, you know, 
it's a biological chemical weapon. It's in to connect with 5G and it's yet to kill you. I didn't know the exact constituent parts of it, but we now do have enough of the electron microscope images of the constituent parts of that biochemical weapon. It is what it is. It's got graphite ferrous oxide antennas. They're self-replicating and we must get 5G stopped because anybody who's been vaccinated, they are not safe, period. They're not safe at all and they can't hide from this weapon. So it's extremely important that they get themselves exercised pretty quickly. I don't want to see anybody else die. We've seen an awful lot of people dying over the last, uh, you know, the last few months, and that's going to accelerate. The biochemical weapon also had a fuse for the release of pathogens after 24 months, and we've seen a fourfold increase in death in the United Kingdom in December because the first start of the injections in December uh, 2020, we've now seen a fourfold. I already predicted that. I knew because it had the 24-month fuse. That 24-month fuse is kicked in. So we're going to see more and more death. They're going to blame it on something else. We have to understand it's what we always knew it to be. And it's not just what we knew it to be. It's what we ensure it to be. It's like 5G. I can prove in any court in the world, 5G is a directional weapon system, not a telecommunication system. All right. You made mention of what my last question was, and that's a tonic seizure. More on that in one second. I just want to share with folks that uh, KFAN Sports Radio in my area, in the Minneapolis-St. Paul area, they continue to be paid by Pfizer. And I'm going to paraphrase an ad that I heard driving home today after I worked out. I was driving home, listening to KFAN, and it was all about if you haven't had your booster, if it's been two months or more since you got your vax, it's time to line up and get the shot brought to you by Pfizer BioNTech. At the very end, Learn more at vaccines.gov. Our government <laughs> despises us. They hate us, friends. Our government is in on all of it. Okay, last question. Atonic seizure. You made mention of that in this interview. I want you to speculate here. These spinning deaths, these people all around the world that start suddenly spinning one way or the other, and then they fall down dead. What's going on there? Is that an atonic seizure? And whatever it is, do you think those deaths can or should be attributed to the vax or 5g or both absolutely the uh obviously spiritual war that we're fighting right so there is a demonic aspect to this and all electromagnetic radiation can be demonically um you know it's a possession type of thing so if most antennas when electromagnetic radiation comes at you it comes at you in a corkscrew pattern all right, so you've got a corkscrew pattern, and therefore you could easily hit somebody, which could turn them into a control where they'd want to start to spin around. So I'm not surprised at that. But if you look at the horror on these people's faces, you know, when they spin, they start to look up, so they'll see the electromagnetic radiation. I've got no doubt there's some type of demonic field in that where it takes them, where it's going to take their soul and take them down the road to hell. So they're pretty terrified before they die. And it absolutely is uh, interconnected with the vaccine, the biochemical weapon, because that allows for the target acquisition, the specific target acquisition of an individual. 
All right. Well, we are in the realm of speculation to some degree, but uh, it is speculation based on knowledge, based on data, based on critical thinking. And Mark, I really do appreciate you. Guys, if you're still with us, food for thought for anybody who doesn't think EMF is a problem. Imagine sitting in your Tesla, being bathed by EMF and having no idea. Watch this. Now, when the microwave is off, you can see, what? Barely nothing, zero, zero coming out of this fella. But when we turn it on, see that from this distance, we're getting 300, 360 milliwatts per meter squared, about half a meter away. The levels have dropped down to 100 milliwatts per meter squared. So that's the kind of levels you're getting when you're using mobile data, Wi-Fi, uploading and downloading data right next to you. So yeah, using your phone next to your head is like, this much away from a microwave oven. That's a hundred and you got a hundred in the cabin here, everywhere. It goes out to about, it's a hundred, it's just a hundred everywhere basically in this car and it's on, but you're not, you're not driving. All right, I'm gonna pause it there. Mark, I just wanted to share that with folks because uh, I guess driving around in your Tesla, going on a four hour trip, it's a lot like standing next to your microwave for four hours. So probably not a good thing, huh? Well, it'll sterilize you. Um, it'll de definitely sterilize men. Uh, it causes a 300% increase in miscarriage in women. It'll sterilize children, and it will increase leukemia risks by stratospheric numbers, depending on the exposure. The maximum I can expose you to an electromagnetic radiation field of that ilk is no more than 30 minutes. Now, that's not safe because obviously this type of radiation is accumulated for over time. So every time you get in the vehicle, you increase your risk. So you build the risk up over time. You've got people driving these vehicles around, you know, all day, charging them up all day. It, this is just absolutely insane. And people have to understand this, this type of radiation is uninsurable for harm. None of the insurance companies will insure these products for harm to a person. The reason for it is a classification similar to asbestos. So when you're sitting in that electromagnet radiation field, if people think they're going to be safe, I know somebody that bought a Tesla 18 months ago, they've now developed leukemia, and I warned the guy before he purchased it, and he just thought it was all bunkum. The guy, one of the main... Uh, Let's see, a marketing guy's ex, he was ex seal six, I think. Uh, one of the guys who was driving one of these Teslas on and early on to try and encourage people to get them, he's dead now. He got leukemia and died. So it, it, it's not that, you know, electromagnetic radiation has been used as a weapon system for many, many years. Operation Paperclip took scientists from extermination camps in Germany where they were using electromagnetic radiation to cause diabetes, to cause death, it, it non-thermal uh, impacts. So, you know, where you'll get ICNERP and you'll get the FCC say, oh, no, it's, it's okay, as long as it doesn't cook you to death, you're fine. I can kill you at non-thermal uh, effect radiation emissions. The weapons were developed. In fact, I've got the documents. I can send them to people if they want to come and get them from me, where I can kill people it, it, with effects from electromagnetic radiation that are non-thermal. And you're being 
exposed to thermal impact of this radiation every day. Obviously, frequency, dielectric properties, there's a lot of different parameters to cause death, but actually have all that data is there. The military's got all that data because these weapon systems, these secret weapon systems, I mean, if anybody tells you that electromagnetic radiation is safe, just go and ask the uh, diplomats in the uh, in the embassy in Havana who received a reparable brain injury from exposure to microwave radiation. This is the microwave radiation that these characters will tell you perfectly safe. But go and ask those, uh, those embassy staff and or just go and look into the actual weaponry and the weapons system science behind electromagnetic direct energy weapon systems. Yeah, we've outlined a very serious problem here today, Mark, that's for sure. So as we part ways, let's talk about solutions real briefly. Here's the website, guys. This is Mark's website, saveusnow.org.uk. What are the solutions? I mean, we got to get these towers down, but we're never going to advocate violence. Although I should say, I believe in uh, Brazil, I just saw a video of Brazilians discovering one of these harp facilities out in the jungle. And let's just say the harp facility did not fare well against an angry mob. What are the solutions, Mark? Solutions, most important, uh, make sure you contact your local police, law enforcement, the technologies uh, unsafe, Take legal action if possible. If all if all gets you know it gets to where it is, it's really important that you do make those criminal complaints. That then gives you the right to self defence. These characters are trying to murder you. Uh, you do have the right to self defence in all laws. However, it's going to be far better to uh, let's say take legal action in the first instance. So individuals and organisations. Uh, people installing this equipment, your local authorities, local businesses, just sort of, you know, knowledge, knowledge and understanding. I mean, we've seen this with this biochemical weapon. We've got people dying hand over fist now in the United Kingdom. Massive increases in death, a Six Sigma event, and nobody in authorities talking about it because they're panicking. They know we know what's happened, and they're running for the hills and just carrying on regardless. And they're going to come back with more poison to cover up the fact that they've done this damage and created this asymmetrical warfare. This is an asymmetrical war. It's a global war against the populations by defence industries and cult members in very, very senior positions. The main drivers of this World Economic Forum Satanists, who these people are, that's who's driving this agenda against God's creation. I agree. I agree. And the good news is just about all of the people I bring on, all of my guests say the same thing now. It doesn't matter if you're just a researcher, a journalist, a doctor, or an attorney. Everybody has come to the same conclusion on this thing, Mark. This is a satanic war on humanity and these people are luciferians guys the website is saveusnow.org.uk i'll try to remember to leave a link below our guest has been mark Steele. mark thank you very much thanks very much sean
All right. Godspeed, my friend. And friends, thanks so much for tuning in. As usual, a special thank you to our subscribe stars and our members at sgtreport.tv, where you can watch this content ad-free on a server beyond the reach of Big Brother. And for real news every single day, friends, please visit us directly at thephaser.com, where you can stun them with truth, and sgtreport.com. That's the antidote to corporate propaganda and mockingbird mainstream media lies. God bless you and your family, friends. Bye-bye. I know that there are good people there, but what defines the program now is cowardice. You know, they've chosen the coward's way out. They put Yuval Noah Harari on 60 Minutes. I mean, the man is a psychotic, genocidal lunatic, and you never challenged him.